You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. I always say I, I take on people uh, on the show that you know are the, the changers and movers and shakers of tomorrow for Africa. And I have one uh, person on the show. I announced it, obviously. But he is one that I know uh, for a long time. We go way, 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 way back. <laughs> we go way back. Um, and I tell you, you know, I used to work at a restaurant. Yes. Used to work those long hours. And uh, he he is a colleague of mine. We used to work very hard uh, in a restaurant in, uh, in Delft. And uh, there's where we met each other. I know him, and uh, I think before I left there, he was then starting to to do kickboxing. Exactly. Yeah. And look at this now, like years later, he's like... We are here, sis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this international champion and <laughs> traveling around the world. I've seen him in China. Mm-hmm. I've seen him like... What was it? Was it LA or something? Los or Angeles. Los Angeles, you know, <laughs> being a fighter and everything. So he's here with me at the show, and that is Lefogo Sahur. Yes, yes. <laughs> How What's are you up? Doing? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine, sis. Thank you. I'm fine. I'm fine. Th- thanks so much for coming on the on the show. I feel honored to be here. <laughs> like you said before, you know me when, when I was still young. Yeah. Actually, I was 13 or 14 years old, and we were still in the kitchen. I still had my braces. You, you mm. know that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now we're here sharing our stories. It's I remember it here. so well. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who uh, do not know him, like this is someone who has such good energy. Like he even made friends with the people like backstage. <laughs> like his energy is so cool and positive vibes only. It's incredible. Uh, how was your Sunday? My Sunday was great. Sis. What did uh, you do? I started with, uh, <laughs> of course, obviously training in the yeah. morning. Uh, I also gave class in the morning. And yeah, it was it was it was rainy outside, so I just stayed yeah. home after training. I didn't <laughs> like it, and then I had to uh, yeah, I rest, and then I packed up my stuff and moved to Amsterdam, hard radio <laughs> <laughs> to visit my sister. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really happy to be there. Oh, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. So how does that work? Do you like is is training required every day, or how does that work? Uh, to be the best, you have to train with the best, and that's every day. I train every day. Really? Fighting is my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. no no break at all. No break at all. I train twice a day, and uh, sometimes even three times in a day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds intense. It's really intense, my system. But <laughs> I ha- I have to keep my pace, and I have to yeah. make sure that I remain. Fit. Uh, on top and fit, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, does it mean that you also have a specific diet to eat with it, or is it? How does that work? I'm a worse example when it comes to diets and, <laughs> and food measurement because I eat everything. But you eat everything. I, really? I eat everything. The the thing is, I'm I'm just lucky to 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 have this figure. You know, I I, I You're look slim. Like I'm slim and I I'm handsome, <laughs> sister. But you know that from me. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm, I'm lucky to, to say that I, I because of uh, my training, my continuous training, yeah. that I, I remain on, on my, my weight. So I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that at all. No. Okay, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. definitely cool. Now, um, I know I know you, and uh, I would like for the people who might not know you who um, Lefogo is. Mm-hmm. Who are you? <laughs> now, my name is Lefogo Sarua. Sarua. I go by the name of King Shaka. 
I'm 25 years of age and I'm a Dutch born South Sudanese. Okay, King yeah. Shaka. So where uh, that is like your your it's not an alter ego but it's your other name. It's my other name. What does that fa- come from? It's it's been given to to a friend of mine, Robert Jr. And oh, okay. You know him, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. I do. Absolutely. So uh, he, he gave me this name after I won uh, I won a fight and it was a hard fight actually and yeah, yeah King Shaka refers to Shaka Zulu. Right. And it's an African warrior, so yeah, we are all warriors from within. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. So that's uh, I'm really happy with this name, and I bury it. <laughs> I carry it with a lot of pride. You carry it yeah, with pride, yeah. Because yeah. sure. I saw that you also have like a logo mm-hmm. uh, with that King Shaka thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so talk talking about um, where it all started. You were uh, born and raised in the Hague. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I see, and um, also fighting. Now you're a fighter. When and where did fighting start for you? Wow, it's, it started actually, I've I, I been doing martial arts since I was six. And it started oh. out with judo. And eventually, I, I couldn't go further because I was still small at that time. Yeah. And I had my brown belt. Mm-hmm. And I, they didn't allow me to go further because I was, yeah, just, just small at that time. Yeah. And I went to Kung Fu, Wing Chun. I did that for four years. Oh, wow. But my, my hunger and thirst was laying with kickboxing. But at that time, I wasn't allowed for my parents to do kickboxing because, yeah, if you kickbox, then you get a lot of blows to the head and you turn crazy. That's what my father told me. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> no. It's not. You see me, right? Yeah, that's true. But yeah. isn't, isn't kickboxing like the most like the most risky the risky of the boxing? Yeah, it, it's a fact. It, it truly is a fact that... Uh, uh, even even in the in the future, I will have some injuries or something like that. Really? But now is the time to. I'm still strong, mm-hmm. so now is the time to bury my fruits and keep mm-hmm. continuing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is it is a dangerous sport. It's a dangerous sport. Yeah. All it's right. fighting. It so <laughs> fighting is fighting is dangerous. Nobody likes to get punched. Nobody. That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. And um, you are your parents are from South Sudan. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about their story when they came here and what led to you being born here in the Netherlands? My parents came to Holland in 83, 1983, and it was a difficult time. That's for a long them. time. It's a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a long time, actually. But for, for them, it was, it was tough because, uh, like most of you probably know, South Sudan has a dark history of uh, a war. Mm-hmm. And, we we still have the we as as South Sudanese still bury the the scars of the war, mm-hmm. and eventually now the war, the 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 peace has come. But at that time, mm-hmm. it was really critically, and that's the reason my parents uh, moved and uh, yeah yeah came to Holland. They came to Holland mm-hmm. for just a better environment, just a better as, environment, as I would yeah. say. So for how long did that continue uh, to go on? The what do you mean? The, the, the war and that. Oh wow, my sister! This this war is even up till now. Even when the peace has signed, mm-hmm. there's still some 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 uh, factors of the war mm-hmm. continuing, and it, it's it's a shame actually. That's that intense. In in this time, it's still going on. But we we are positive, and 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 like I said, peace has been signed. So now it's uh, yeah our mission to join forces and. 
work on development of this country. Yeah. And of which you uh, recently went to, but we're going to talk about that in a mm. bit because you shared uh, your amazing story on social media of course, because you yeah. visited there yeah. after a while and you were excited and you're actually doing some stuff for South Sudan, yeah. uh, which is amazing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the South Sudan uh, uh, culture? Like what what does other people need to know? Because I only know most of it is South Africa, West Africa. <laughs> Um, how is the language? What language did you grow up with? Uh, how is it growing up with your Sudanese background? Wow, yeah, I think it's I think like like every African household, it's 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 tough to grow up like with African parents because they yeah. are very strict. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they mean it in a good way. They yeah. mean it in a good way. Now, for me, as yes, uh, for me, with having South Sudanese parents, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think the resemblance is there. Yeah, uh, we we are we have been grown up with pride. Yeah, and we always been told that we does not we must not forget where we're coming from. Yeah, and always do our best mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah, um, yeah, the language that we have been spoken, my parents uh, choose. Uh, for the Dutch language because mm -hmm. at the time when they came here they yeah. didn't understand anything yeah this language was so <laughs> hard for them so they, they <laughs> so they made sure was that it? They, yeah for them oh, oh, oh it, it is quite a challenge it's a yeah, challenge it is but not only for for us Africans but for everybody for everyone everybody <laughs> I know Dutch is a terrible language Absolutely. to learn <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we spoke Dutch and English actually mm -hmm. even even the the main language in in South Sudan is English Okay. And yeah, Arabic also as well, but yeah. the the main language is English. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for the rest, I I I I'm blessed to have these great parents. Yeah. Have, yeah. Do you have any South Sudanese favorite food that that I should taste or that oh, anybody else should sister. taste? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> if we talk about food, the thing is, we 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 share the same we share we share the same kitchen. And the same food, o only the the name, the pronunciations of these names are different. Okay. But there's one thing, one local local food because me, uh, my tribe is Avokaya. Mm -hmm. So the the thing that we eat and that I really love is prinda. Prinda. Yeah, okay. Prinda and prinda is 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 uh, uh, in Arabic is molokia. It's mm -hmm. it's a family member of of uh, spinach. Is it? Yeah, and you eat it with chicken and fufu and ah. Uh, really. You blend it all together and just enjoyment. Ah, yeah. Even the way you're talking about <laughs> you it see. makes me want to look for it online. I'll check that one out. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, we're going to be back in a, a, a bit. Uh, first, we're going to listen to a record by an upcoming artist that I really love. And we're going to talk about what your parents said when you told them, you know what, I am going to punch people in the <laughs> face for a living. Uh, right. But first, we're going to listen to Virold uh, von Samunda by Murphy. And we'll be right back. Uh, by Murphy. Murphy is an upcoming artist hailing from uh, the Congo. And I tell you, if he is uh, so much interested, or let me say, he's so much talented, I have a record with him actually. Don't know when that's going to come out. But anyway, uh, that was Veil uh, von Samunda by uh, one of the talented artists here in the Netherlands. I'm still talking to Lefogo Saavur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Lefogo, we, we talked earlier about your, your culture, 
and where you come from. I mean, you are such a traveler. Your parents come from South Sudan. Yeah. You uh, were born in The Hague. Mm -hmm. Then you got to live in Delft, where I knew you. Now you live in Belgium. Exactly. Uh, why do you live in Belgium? Tell us about that. Uh, I moved to Belgium because, uh, because of my job opportunity. Okay. I worked as a, a therapeutic assistant in a TBS clinic in Belgium, in Ghent. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of uh, fun with this job actually it was you did? A, yeah it was it was it's different than than just baking pancakes in the kitchen right yeah so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is like with mentally challenged people exactly isn't it? yeah with mentally challenged people and my job was to guide them to their um uh, to the how do you say it in english to guide them through development to the, to or development, yeah, yeah development to the process of of rehabilitation yeah. oh yeah yeah so that's it there we are right <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yes so uh, I, I i did that for approximately two years mm -hmm. but then eventually this urge to fight came, came back yeah came back it, and i just had to do it i had to try mm -hmm. it. at that time i was still 23 mm -hmm. and yeah, to do a full-time job like this, which really was heavy at some times, uh, I thought by myself, you know what, let me give it a shot. Let me just try to manage and to see what this fighting can bring to me. Because uh, most of the time when I was fighting, people told me I was really good. And I know mm -hmm. for myself that I'm good. So yeah. I thought, just let me give it a shot and let's do it and go for it. Yeah. Okay, so you... You actually had a natural, uh, you had a talent for it. Yeah. That's what you said. So um, you mentioned that you didn't do kickboxing. When when did you do kickboxing specifically? I started to do kickboxing at the age of 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you yeah. had started kickboxing before. Yeah, I have started kickboxing before. And uh, my parents told me that because I wanted to fight, I mm -hmm. wanted to do matches. But I wasn't allowed to do that before I turned 18. Okay, you because need permission. Exactly, you need because be my, my father told me when you're 18, then you are a man and then you can choose your own and you can make your own decisions then. Yeah. Go. Then you can do what you want to do. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. So uh, with kickboxing, like how, how do you even start that? Do you find trainers? Um, do you go to a gym? How, how do you become... The, a fighter. The, the crazy thing was actually uh, when I wanted to do kickboxing, I searched for a gym, of course, and there was one close by my house in, in, in when I still lived in The Hague. And that's the, yeah, it just went like that. Thai Boxing Den Haag, I went there, uh, mm -hmm. I showed myself and the first lesson was was for free. So, yeah, yeah. everything <laughs> free is great, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that wasn't the case with me, with this kickboxing, because mm -hmm. the first time I ever entered this gym, I got knocked out. Really? <laughs> you got knocked out? I like got knocked out. 15 minutes on the floor? Time, 15 minutes on the floor, punch, finished. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I had one heart trainer, Jerry Juku, and I never, I, I, I won't forget this. He told me everybody wants to fight, but nobody wants to get hurt. So stop crying mm -hmm. because he didn't like the way, he didn't like anybody that cried. He said, when you cry, remove <laughs> yourself out of my gym and I will see you tomorrow. If not, then this fighting is not meant for you. Mm -hmm. I picked my stuff. I went home, I started crying, I explained to my father what happened. <laughs> oh, you started crying, no, this oh no. Guy, no, this guy, my father, he punched me back to this gym. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, very serious, my sister. And uh, <laughs> eventually... He punched you back. He punched me back to this gym and I had to show myself again. And 
yeah, eventually I fell in love with this sport and yeah. You had to persist. Yeah. And from the one thing came the other. And yeah. yeah. Now we're here. And now you're here. Mm -hmm. So um, being trained as a professional fighter, you, you obviously had to persist. What are some of the other challenges that come with being a professional uh, fighter? Mm, what, what most people uh, don't know is that uh, when, you, when, you, when you go for this... Um, how, how, shall, how shall I say it? When you when you are determined, mm -hmm. and like you say, when your persistence to go to something, it not only affects you as a person, but it will affect your environment. Yeah. So, like for instance, now I have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't see me. She doesn't see me a lot because I'm always or in the gym or I'm abroad fighting matches and things mm -hmm. like that. Well, at least she knows where to find she, you. <laughs> she knows where to find me. So that, that's a good thing. That's the only good thing about it. Yeah. But, the, my, my whole environment affects me actually because I know a lot of people who are also in the event e e event businesses yeah. and who give parties. I'm, I cannot be there because you have to. I yeah, I have to. 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 And yeah. family things, family, family visits, thing, yeah. and it's, it's 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 not easy actually because yeah, you have to yeah. sacrifice a lot, but so, it's for the greater cause. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it takes devotion. You have to miss in on other social events yeah. Yeah. for uh, fighting. True, actually. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, can you tell us a bit about the reaction of your parents or your dad when you told them uh, you want to fight? The first time I told my father that I wanted to fight because it's actually my father, right? Because my mother, you know how mothers get, no, 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 I don't want you to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they get okay. emotional. Exactly. So I just blocked that. Yeah. I listened to my father. And my father told me when I was 18, then you're allowed to go. Now, the first fight that I fought, mm -hmm. I was luckily, uh, I luckily won this fight. Mm -hmm. And my father was very proud. Okay. So that, that was your first real competition? My first real competition. And my father saw, was there and he saw the fight and I won this fight and yeah he was just so proud and he also mm -hmm. uh, persisted on me to go and continue continue what i was doing yeah yeah and yeah from the one came the other and now we are like i said now we are here and yeah. he's supporting me everybody is actually supporting me even yeah. you. yeah <laughs> of course sister. Yeah. it's of course it's, nothing it's, but love <laughs> exactly that's good because that's that's the fuel to continue yeah. on you know yeah absolutely mm -hmm. that's we all we got Yes. That's what I always True. say. <laughs> True. And um, you recently went to South Sudan. Mm -hmm. I, I, I read an article about that. I was even so ecstatic <laughs> to see you there and, and do your thing. Can you tell us a bit about your trip? What led you there wow. to go back finally? Wow, wow, wow. South Sudan, I, I, I just came home. Yeah. It really felt like home. I went <laughs> there, the last time that I went there was in 2011 when the... Um, uh, not the peace agreement, but uh, when we separated from the north, yeah. so we got our own um, country, and then it was really enjoyment. But uh, circumstances did allow us to go back mm -hmm. because the war broke out yeah. not long after that. Uh, but now I went back actually for a family visit. But the funny thing was, uh, I was be going to take part of history again because the peace would be signed in the same week that I came uh, oh. to the country. Yeah. So I was uh, privileged to witness that event. And then after that, of course, I joined, I spent time with the family, of course, but I also wanted to do some promotional work of myself because I'm representing the South Sudanese flag and I'm, re I'm a representative mm -hmm. of South Sudan yeah. in, the, in the things that I do. But I noticed that it wasn't necessary to, 
to do the promotion because people came to you. Exactly. <laughs> the moment that I came out of the plane, bam, like I was in China. Really? Everybody wanted to be on a picture with me and mm -hmm. share stories and they wanted yeah. for me to promote things and blah, blah, blah. And eventually there was a boxing event that I got uh, into, um, how do you say it? Uh, invited to. Mm -hmm. I went there and uh, they gave me actually a, a guest of honor seat. And before I noticed, I was sitting right beside the vice president. Okay. Of, of, of my country. Okay, and making moves. <laughs> I, and I'm really honored to say that I had the chance to share some words with him. Yeah. And eventually this uh, went on the news because there was a Dutch South Sudanese guy who is a kickboxer and he's coming was back he? home. That's what they oh, said yeah, yeah, in the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's know? the perfect story. That's the yes. perfect story. Yes. So eventually this news came to the Dutch embassy mm -hmm. and they sent me an invite by DM because they didn't have my cell number or anything. Yeah, so they yeah, sent yeah. me a DM. Instagram. Can, exactly. <laughs> can you come to the Dutch embassy? We want to, to know we want to know who you are and the things that you do. So yeah, I just I went to my father proud because he, he was there also. Yeah. Probably to my father. The Dutch embassy sent me an invitation. He said, Keep my name out of your mouth. Oh you are there. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why did he say that? Belasting deeds. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so, so, so you did. You kept your. You kept his I, name I, out of your I mouth. I gave his name out Respect. of my mouth. I went there, and uh, they were really proud and honored to have me. And I told them what I was doing there, and that I would be leaving on Friday. But he told me um, how it. I, I asked the guy actually how it come that he knew of my stay in South Sudan. Uh, eventually, he told me that. Uh, the radio stations and all the broadcasting networks are funded by the Dutch, uh, by the Dutch government. They are. Yeah, exactly. in South in Sudan. In South Sudan, yeah. So the f when they when they heard about this news of me being there, straightly they 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 search for contact. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. So that is like a good experience. How long were you in South Sudan? Three weeks. Three, Three weeks. weeks. Too short. Yeah. Sure. And I also saw you on a picture with some other fighters. What was that? Yeah. Was that your family or were that? No, that? no, no. That, that, that's actually um, it's a youth center, and they give kickboxing classes there. Okay. Now, the first thing that I did was find a gym or a place to train because I cannot stand yeah. still for one second. It's, it's part of your routine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just came in contact with a coach. Well, actually, I saw his name. Uh, on, on Google and then I asked my uncle if you know where this place was he showed yeah. me this place I went there and I got come and I acquainted with these guys yeah that is amazing yeah. and, and how was the training do you feel that um, was it different from the training that you go through here in Holland the the thing that I noticed is okay, training is training and a fight is a fight but the thing there is here no the thing here is here we are used to this luxury that we have of spare time and, and, and just go when you like to, feeling going to, you know? Yeah. But there, it's a living. Mm -hmm. the, nothing is for granted there. Yeah. The fight is really a fight. Mm -hmm. And you see that in these guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to also have experienced that because this gave me a lot of energy as well. Yeah. I'm really motivated. After these three weeks, my sister, mm -hmm. everybody is going to step with me inside of the ring as a problem. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> You're more motivated yeah, 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 because sure. of this experience. Sure. Yeah. That is sure. amazing. Yeah. 
That is yeah. amazing. So when uh, when will you probably go back? What is what is the future as to you relating to South Sudan? I'm thinking to plan a trip or visit uh, this coming February. Nice. I think for the uh, same time actually for the same three weeks. Yeah. But this time it's uh, it has a other purpose than only to visit family. I think I'm going to uh, 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 visit the Dutch embassy again and mm -hmm. trying to go around the table with these guys and see what we can do because mm -hmm. I have great contacts now with these guys and he yeah. gave me his uh, his word actually and I mind to him when vice president exactly <laughs> that, that, that change will come and change will come to South Sudan we have, like I said before we have a dark history and it's time to you know yeah To, to bring some positive vibes. Definitely, yeah. positive vibes yeah. only. So what are the other things that you would like to do there um, as in terms of, you know, just what what does Lefogo want to do? Like, what do you want to see within the next five years? Doing the thing there? now is, I know that because of this kickboxing, uh, it, it's, it goes further than just sports. Mm -hmm. It is not sports anymore, and I I know that I can achieve a lot of more. Uh, I, I I can I know that I can influence a lot of people yeah. by the things that I do. Mm -hmm. The only thing now is is that I have to uh, have some great mentors, some good mentors, some good people around me yeah. who know their place uh, when it comes to development mm -hmm. or finding resources to make something happen. Yeah. and the great thing is the key factor is that I have now great contacts with the people in the Dutch embassy in South Sudan mm -hmm. and I'm also uh, acquainted with the guys in politics like I said and yeah. like you can see I uh, with the vice president as mm -hmm. well he gave me his blessing so the next time I know the next time that I will be there yeah I will meet him again and then we can do something seriously yeah and plan together so for me me I, I for me the thing is I will do anything to help build a, uh, a better future for the country with yeah. the resources that I have. So I, actually for now my plan is to be a bridge from Holland to, 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 to South Sudan and from South Sudan to Holland back. That's, yeah. that's, that's my mission actually for now. My yeah. mission for now is to be the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That is good to know. I think that is one of the, uh, the major things that people from outside of Africa who are Africans mm -hmm. could do for that country. And your success has drawn so much love and attention. You said also in China. Sure. What are the other countries that you love visiting? Uh, Or what was your favorite next to South Sudan, of course? <laughs> to be honest, China was nice, but Russia. Russia? Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't cold? Russia. It was very cold, <laughs> and the snow was up to my hips. Oh, wow. <laughs> But the, the people, the people were very nice, very nice and very respectful towards me. And, and, and like, for instance, imagine that I'm fighting against a Russian guy, but the crowd is rooting for me. How? Oh. That's crazy, right? That is because of your good energy. People just love you. People just <laughs> love being around you. <laughs> ah, thanks, sis. Thanks, thanks, thanks. But really, Russia, yeah, Russia, I, I really liked it. I really liked it. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've gotten so much about, uh, you know, what you do. And I can just say that you're not just any ordinary fighter, but you're <laughs> also looking to make a change for your people. You bring out positive energy and you have the most amazing goals which I feel that within the next five years will be accomplished and more. Wow, thank you, sis. Thank you for your um, blessings. We've almost reached the end of the interview. Are there any last words that you would like to give the youth, 
young people that are also looking to be professional in sports and also do something for Africa. Of course. Uh, don't even... Don't... don't uh, how do you say it in, in, in English? You can speak in Dutch, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, laat je niet gek maken door wat mensen tegen je zeggen. Snap je wat mm-hmm. je bedoelt? Als je een yeah. plan hebt, druk het gewoon er doorheen. Yeah. Durf koppig te zijn. Weet je? En, yeah. uh, ja, gewoon, wat, zorg gewoon dat je niet alleen jij, maar ook gewoon jouw mensen die je om je heen hebt. Mm-hmm. Dat jullie gewoon samen een platform kunnen maken en samen naar een groter doel uh, toereiken. Want net zoals jij mijn grote zus, wat je doet, dit is gewoon, dit is gewoon lauw. Dit is echt mooi. Thanks, thanks, nou, wat thanks. Ik bedoel, ik bedoel, je kent me vanaf klein klein en kijk, nu zitten samen. Nou, nou, je was hier teenaging. <laughs> maar nu zijn we hier. Dus, ja. dus, dus ja, het enige wat ik kan zeggen is van vergeet al die twijfels ja. of al die mensen die allemaal negatieve invloeden in je oren willen fluisteren. Is niet nodig. Heb een doel, vecht ervoor. Heel simpel. Have a goal, fight for it. Exactly. No matter what. Yeah. Don't be limited by any other yes, things. Yes, kijk, dat zijn die woorden. Misa je ermee. Great. Yeah. So, any last shout outs and where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at my Instagram page, lefogo.sarur. You can find me on my website, lefogo.sarur.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shout out to my sponsor, Atela Fight Gear. Telefight Gear. Atilus, I see you. <laughs> And of course, hi radio, my sis. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, my brother. <laughs> one love. Yeah, Thank you for love. also coming through. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was my chit chat with Lefogo Sarur. You see his positive energy and his positive vibes, just loving it. And he came all the way from Belgium, should I say, to see. be here on the show. Of course, we've almost reached the end. And uh, my name is uh, Miss Abba. You can always find me on Instagram, uh, ms.aba. Find me on Facebook and all the others. So if you see, this show coming down your timeline in spite of the technical difficulties share it okay because these are some good vibes only you know yeah yeah share it spread the word spread the love and also look out for the podcast because in case you missed this episode uh, africa unfocused the podcast is also there on soundcloud and itunes where you can listen to the recap of this show so that means that lefogo's inspiring words are also coming to you in audio form and you can listen it to, uh, to that in your quiet moments um anyway next week we have another sportsman coming on the show we have a young lady who has a branding agency she is doing a lot of inspiring things she is also dropping by to talk about what it takes to set up a business and also another guy who is going to talk about what it takes to be uh, set up a business and to also train people and get the right get the right shape work out work out work out work out anyway uh tune in next week uh god bless you we're ending with uh, a song by afro pian bass artist called bc salifu and his song is called hustle makuma and we're gonna be back next week here ya. Yeah.